guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm super excited to have Adam Jellick from My Goals on the podcast. And we have such an awesome conversation about going after the things that you really want, celebrating slow growth in business, really looking at the balance that you get and what you go after, not just in business, but in life as well. And a bit about his journey, because he's been in business now for, I think we said 11 years. And so this is such a good chat. I have known Adam for a long time. He was actually one of the first speakers at an event that I ran in Richmond uh, so many years ago and he was on the panel and it was so great to see him recently at another event that when we connected, I just thought, I really have to get him on the podcast. I really want to talk more to him about goal setting and what he's doing and his journey. And so I hope that you enjoy this conversation because I really enjoyed having it. But for those who don't know Adam, because you never assume that everybody knows everybody, Adam is the founder of Australia's leading empowering stationary brand, My Goals. They're on Insta if you haven't figured that out yet. It began with his goal to create a diary that would help himself and others find their purpose, realize their dream and make them a reality. Since its humble beginnings in 2010, My Goals products are now stocked in over 600 online and retail stores across the world. It has also cultivated a global community aptly named Goal Diggers all of whom use my goals to discover their purpose, achieve their goals and effectively get shit done every day. So I'm super excited to have him on the podcast today. Adam, welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. Suze, thank you so much for having me on board. Yeah, my pleasure. I um, I loved seeing you at the Melbourne Innovation Centre event that we were both at. It was an online virtual event, but all good, uh, a little while ago. And as expected, you were talking about your goals and what you've been doing, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and to be honest, I've been wanting to have you on the podcast for a while. So I seized my opportunity and I said, come on. Come on down, man. The old, you know, there's a funny story. I actually went on to, um, what was that called again? Come on down. What was that with Larry? The price is right. Right. I applied for that and I was that close to getting on there. I think I was just turned 18. And um, I remember we going down there with friends and um, almost, I thought my friends said, you've got to go in. You've got to get it because they kept talking to me, the producers beforehand, yeah. the lineup. And I thought, this might be it. This might be my big break. But anyway, it didn't happen. So, oh, maybe that. one day, maybe that could be a goal for one day, Adam. 100%. I applied for Big Brother. I went through the stage, um, 18 to probably 20, where I applied for all these reality TV shows. And I think even the Australian Idol as well, even though I don't know how to sing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. Talk about just going for it. Went through a stage. I'll tell you what, it was, uh, it was funny. <laughs> any, any auditions, I said, this is, let's just go try it. So good. I love that. That's so good. Now we've, I've done a little bit of an introduction, but I'd just love you to give us a bit of an update on your business, which is my goals. How long has it been around and where is it now compared to kind of where it started? 
Okay, so my goals officially started August 2010, so almost 11 years now, coming up next month. Wow. Um, and it's and it's and I tell people it's been a journey of belief. It's it's been I've gone through the side hustle, the passion project, the part time work, full time work. You know, so I've gone through all the stages. Um, and and for the first few years, I was actually um, you know it was just a passion project. This is a product I want to create for myself. Um, I created it, I started using it, and then I thought, can I possibly sell it? Um, so I sold it um, to a few bookstores and then I, you know, gained this belief in myself and I thought, okay, what else can I do? And then from that, it just sort of organically grew throughout the years. It didn't explode. And I tell people it didn't explode, it didn't blow up. But, um, you know, I realized over time that with, you know, incremental progress every single year and, and, and you know, the hustle mentality, things have happened. Um, you know, the last 18 months have been fantastic and um, you can see, you know, that we've sort of reached that tipping point and now, you know, there's a global market for it. And I especially think with COVID and, and what we're going through now, people are sort of looking at themselves and, 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 and saying, you know what, I need to take back control and goal setting and the products that we create are, are tools that help them do that. So, um, yeah, I consider myself to be like a journeyman from the business end. You know, you've got journeymen in, in football and, and, and sporting uh, places um, where they go through they might not be the star performers but they have a good career so um it's been a it's been an interesting journey but it's it's been a fulfilling journey as well I love that but you know something I think that that needs to be celebrated more I think we're kind of like if you didn't have the explosion and you didn't have the big bang and you know you weren't insta famous or whatever we were just talking about social media before we got on then people feel like maybe they're not achieving something. And I just think that slow and steady incremental build and growth is yeah. something that we need to celebrate so much more in others as well as ourselves. 100%. And that's the thing, right? It's, you know, for a, for a person starting out in business, you know, they're, they're going in with the mentality, if things don't happen for me in 12 months, I'm a failure. Yes. Um, and that's not the right thing, right? It's, it can take, it, we, we're going to realise we're only probably seeing the one percenters out there, the ones on the media that blow up to 20 million, 100 million, you know, whatever it may be, become the unicorns. This is point something of a percent of those, you know, that, that happens to. Um, you've got to be in it to win it. Right? That's the mentality I've got and anything's possible, but you also got to, you know, look at what you're doing and do it for the right reasons. Um, if it's just about becoming the biggest and the best and, you know, be prepared to fail and be prepared to be, you know, angry at times because that only happens to a very, very minute um, set of, you know, population or wherever it may be. Uh, and, I also, and I also just think how does that relate to your happiness? Like is that, is it only if that happens that then you're kind of happy and satisfied? I think yeah. that there is that, you know, that consistent growth and just being really you know, acknowledging that and being happy in that and just seeing yourself progress yeah. kind of through those stages is, is also a really, I don't know, measured way yeah. and of being. Embracing the stages, right? So embracing yeah. the stages that we go through. I'm so glad I went through these stages. In the beginning it was a passion project. Can I actually get a book onto a bookshelf? Um, and it was just like, so I had a very limiting belief in the beginning because I grew up um, in a household where I had a great upbringing, but in terms of what was possible, it was very limited. It was like go to school, get a good job, make some money, look after your family. Um, whereas what I was trying to do was like, you know, why can't I make an impact around the world? Why can't I do something different? Um, so, you know, I had to start at very, a very minimal base. It's like one bookstore, one book, fantastic. Next, maybe 10 bookstores and then keep building from there. Whereas other people might start with the ambition of being, you know, 
a hundred million dollar business first year. Mine was like, just get one book into one bookstore. <laughs> but it was a stage I embrace, right? And I tell my kids now, you got to believe, right? You know, believing is that essential thing. Um, I want them to believe um, there is no ceiling. Um, you know, if you've got a dream, if you've got an idea, you can do it. Um, but also to embrace embrace the journey. You know, it's mm-hmm. very cliche, but you know, I'm going through a stage. I couldn't think of anything worse than blowing up and being having everything within 12 months, like having all the money, having all the fame, because you, you, you've already got tier 10, you know, you've got to all these tens and, and then what, you know, the, the human, you know, mind needs progress. We need growth. Um, so I think going through these stages, I've been very lucky in terms of that. It's, it's, it's projecting up. It's like a good share market, good share price. You know, it's had its ups and downs, two steps forward, one step back, but, Overall, it's been a trajectory up, um, and and that's exciting because there's so many more cool things to do. There's so many different stages to, to you know, to go through, um, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think that through that steady growth, like we grow, you know, it's kind of like if I was successful in 12 months time, there would be so much that I would have missed out on learning, or I just wouldn't have had maybe the stability, the mental awareness, the savviness, whatever it was that actually that consistent ongoing going for that next thing kind of gives us as well. And also the values as well. I mean, once you get everything, I mean, your values just become about how can I be the best and, and the biggest? Yeah. Whereas, you know, my definition of success has changed from when I started. It's about, you know, having quality time with the family, being feeling good, um, you know, being able to play golf when I want, you know, being comfortable. Just all these different things have come into play. It's not about being the biggest and the best. Uh, whereas when most people get into business, they, you know, they want to be the next Zuckerberg, they want to be the next Elon Musk, which is fantastic. Um, but then again, they don't realise the sacrifice needed to get to that level. Um, and I've realised right now I'm probably not willing to sacrifice that much and, and I'm not willing to sacrifice my kids growing up, you know, to sacrifice 24-7 of my time um, towards building, uh, you know, this huge thing um, and then looking back and going, okay, uh, you know, I missed out on all these other things that are important to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I do feel like, uh, you know, we are in a time now as well when that is something that, the majority of people want, like even going through COVID and all the rest of it, it's people working from home now. I think I was listening on the news uh, or one of the programs I was saying, you know, when they surveyed now, really 60% of people would give up a pay rise or a promote. Well, number one, they, nobody wants a promotion because of the stress that comes with that now, especially in a virtual world. But, you know, 60 or 70% of people would forgo a pay rise in order to work from home. Yeah. like on a on an ongoing basis and i think that that whole balance or just having more time for ourselves is definitely a goal that people have more now than maybe they used to what are you sort of seeing and hearing from your community of goal setters i, I think i think it's a very important goal now right having that um, a sense of fulfillment yeah. as opposed to just success um, in terms of from a numbers perspective. So I think, yeah, you're seeing a lot more people just got to get in tune with themselves from a self-awareness perspective. It's like they're understanding themselves a lot better because they're questioning themselves a lot more. And they're realising, you know, the bigger house, the, the fancy car, the fancy dress, yeah, it brings you a sense of joy and happiness and, and, and achievement, but that's not the big thing. Um, you know, it's community, it's friends, it's family, um, it's feeling good. It's it's spending quality time, being in the moment. Um, so I think it's a harmony between all these different things. It's still good to go out there and chase your dreams and and you know have big goals, but also don't forget about the other stuff. 
And there's that quote from Tony Robbins of, you know, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. So I think that's sort of coming into play now. And I talk about it. It's like, you know what I mean? Self-awareness, strategy, action, and fulfillment. These are the four pillars that I work through. You know, am I self-aware? Do I know myself? Do I understand, you know, my purpose, my values? Um, you know, my definition of success. Have I got a strategy with my goals? Yes. Um, do I do stuff on a day-to-day basis? And, and am I trying to be more in the present and fulfilled? Yes. And that makes me feel overall happier. So I think, you know, we're, we're, we're cutting through the noise out there and realising, yeah, I don't need to, you know, the, the, we're questioning ourselves as to why we want to be that. Um, and we're making more conscious-based decisions. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, totally. it's definitely changing. The it's a harmony. It's a balance. Balance or call it a harmony between lifestyle and and you know work and that. I think it's a it's a nice harmony people are trying to come up with. Yeah, absolutely. And I do and I do feel like that you know that time freedom is kind of what people are chasing now, which I which I do love, and I think that that's a great great place to be. Uh, when we were at the Melbourne Innovation Centre, you were sharing some of the goals that you're now going after, or the things that you're doing, and I'd love to sort of for you to share that with us. Like what what things have you been doing, and what was the catalyst for you to start doing some of these things? Well, I'm getting older, um, and, and that. <laughs> And that sort of brings um, with it, you know, some health issues and, and factors, you know, all of a sudden your body's starting to creak and you're starting to feel this way. So, uh, you know, I look at I look at life as, you know, there's all these different things that we can work on. And sometimes we get too carried away on one or two key things like financial success or whatever it may be. And people like, they might be in a bad place financially and they just give up on life. It's just like, you know, this is not going well. My life's a failure. Whereas they don't realise there's all these other areas like relationships, health, um, you know, spiritual, spirituality, you know, travel, adventure, all these things. So I've started to sort of pick through these areas, these key areas, and health and fitness is one of those. Um, and I'm just, you know, going through the process of always something, um, you know, not trying to be the best at something, but there's always something. Like how can I improve incrementally 1% every single day, whether it be having a cold shower, um, so you know, I've been listening to Wim Hof and, you know, we talk about, the, you know, hot and cold therapy um, and the benefits. And I'm like, okay, less inflammation. I like the sound of that. I can do 30, 30 seconds to a minute of cold showers because it's, it's got a benefit at the end of the day. Intermittent fasting, again, related to inflammation. Um, you know, there seems to be a lot of people getting sick as a result of increased inflammation. So if you intermittent fast, what that means is you're not using your gut as much. You're giving it time to rest and recoup. So I said, okay, I can, I can afford not to eat from 7 to 11 a.m. in the morning. Perfect. So there's these little things, these little habits, these little daily rituals that I go through. Um, I try to learn something new. So there's 30 minutes a day where I listen to a podcast, read a book, whereas I'm just trying to learn something new, grow. Um, you know, then there's the mindfulness aspect, breathing exercises. And these are all these little things, right? It might take me roughly one hour out of 24 hours in a day and they're there to benefit me, make me feel better. So health and fitness has been one of those big things that I've been, you know, focusing on. Um, then from a business perspective, it's just like taking the next step. I'm not trying to jump three or four steps. It's just like, what do we need to do next? And again, it goes back to that 1% improvement. You know, what are the things, you know, the, the, the easy, easy pickings that we can fix up. Um, and that's just, you know, reflecting on the customer journey, um, you know, the growth into international markets, what do we need to do at first first level as opposed to hoping to go into the US and, and be the biggest and the best there? It's like, what can we do next to improve the customers? 
And just on that, because I do talk to my clients a lot about this, where they kind of fall into inaction because the goal is so big. And so they're like, oh, I want to do X, but, you know, there's so much to do. I don't know where to start, that, that sort of thing. And I mean, we work through that. But I think that that is something that a lot of people struggle with. Um, And breaking that down, like you just said, I think is such an important place to start as well. So you were saying, you know, you want to go into the US as well. So with you and your team, how do you guys start to break that down to try and achieve those bigger goals? So we look at the the pain points. So obviously anything, anyone that's running a business out of Australia and shipping stuff from Australia overseas will realise how hard it is um, from a cost perspective and time perspective. So that's the first pain point that we look at it it's like okay um we probably don't have the volume to set up 3pl there um because it's it's there's a fair bit of work involved in setting up 3pl there's taxes and import taxes to pay um in the us so it's like okay what can we do from a shipping perspective and then it just goes back to going to our provider and talking to them and saying can we get better rates can we get faster options um number one and then in terms of you know um maybe focusing on a few select products as opposed to the whole suite of products so we can actually, you know, focus on our best sellers and really push them to out to the US. So get them into people's hands. And then from there, they might start looking at different products. So get our best sellers, our best price products um, or highest priced. Um, so we've got, you know, return on investment. And then it's just in terms of from an SEO, um, user-generated content, Facebook advertisement, starting to test those markets. So it's just like, okay, let's start putting a little bit of ad spend towards the US. Um, It's been quite organic in the past. Um, And let's just test and see what happens as opposed to going all in um, Mm. and putting everything into that market. We know Australia is still our big market, but, you know, US is definitely growing. So let's just do those one percenters, test it, review it, and then make plans to go forward. So let's let's see how these three things work. If they work well um, and we start building up the case, then we, you know, we'll get to that point where we do the 3PL, we find a full distributor there. But just incrementally, there's these little things that, as opposed to, like I said, jumping three or four steps, it's like, what are the easy things that we can do? Um, and what are the things from a customer perspective that will make them feel better? Um, and want yeah. to try us at least. Yeah. And so do you project plan that out or do you just kind of, like, is it is it something where you're like, we know what our plan is for the next one, two, three months? Well, we've got, yeah, you've got a baseline in terms of where, where you see it going. Um, and just a matter of then implementing, executing. The hardest thing sometimes I find with any business or any solo um, individual, like on a personal level, is just the execution part. Um, and I've realised it's just, you know, it's the small 1%ers get used to doing things, you know, anything, just to move you forward and then just sort of keep building that momentum. You know, it could be as simple as just, like I said, getting better rates, that's mm. one thing that that might change conversion from a, you know, by point something of a percent, which then equals this much extra income. So it's, we sometimes, oh, you know, I haven't got time. I need to do something big. I need to get noticed there. Whereas opposed to just, you know, getting these incremental changes over time, that's where all the magic happens. Obviously, if you blow up, fantastic. But, you know, that doesn't always happen. Yeah, and I'd, I'd love to talk about the mindset around it as well because I think that it's the whole thing of when it, when we talk about goal setting, it is that reward element. It's yes. like those little incremental things that we do that then we get rewarded for because we've achieved something. So we got that one book into that one store and then it kind of builds our own, I guess, uh, confidence to then 
take that next step or go bigger. When we look at goal setting, what kind of mindset things have you seen that have really helped people to kind of move forward? I think once people realise what it's there for, and once they, you know, everyone wants the, the quick fix. Everyone wants, oh, you know, I've heard so many people, oh, yeah, I've tested goal setting, doesn't work. And they don't realize the point, right? Goal setting is just a tool there to give you direction on the things that matter to you most, on doing the things that matter to you most. Um, and that's all, that's all, I've been very fortunate to understand that and always go back to, you know, if you want to increase your odds of success, having direction, having focus, having clarity on where you're heading is so much better than being overwhelmed. And right now in today's society, we're overwhelmed every single day. We're inundated with information. Like it's obvious to see why there's all these, you know, mental health issues because there's opportunity to do anything you want now. And what people um, lack is the ability to focus on one thing. And so having a goal that you're passionate about and that means something to you, you know, ticking off those basic base levels of like, okay, yeah, that's exciting. I want to do that. That's where I want to head. And then just sort of being able to focus on it and go, look, I have this saying that said that calls it long-term vision, short-term focus. So having a compelling long-term vision and then bringing it back down to the day-to-day, that short-term focus. What do I need to do today to take me closer to that long-term vision that I've got? And that's it. And then it's just like literally, the, it's like compound interest, right? Every single day you do one or two, three things. You know, even one thing, if you do one thing every single day, it's 365 things a year you've done to take you closer to a goal. And then that just builds. And then you look back and go, shit, I might not have hit all these goals that I set, like these big goals, but look at the progress that I've made. And that's what I look at my 11-year journey with my goals. Yeah, we, it would have been great to be, you know, world beaters and the biggest in the world and all that. But you know what? The, from where we started to where we are now, like we're doing, you know, we're printing off 150,000 products per year. You know, first year was like six, 700 at my parents' place. Yeah, it would be good to do millions of products a year, but you know what? I'm happy with 150 and we're going to keep continually growing that. So I think it's just that direction. Goal setting gives you a sense of direction. Yeah. And if you're overwhelmed, if you're feeling like you don't know what to do, set a goal. Sit down, take some time, think about what you want to do, why you want to do it, and just go, okay, what are the first things? Then reverse engineer. What do I need to do today? What's the first thing I need to do? And I usually say, if, if it was up to me, like get early wins, Get quick early wins, like the simple stuff. Like you want to start a business, register a business name, cool, you feel a little bit of dopamine release. And what actually happens is dopamine, so the, the chemical dopamine, which gives you that, that exciting feeling, releases when, you're, when you know you're on the right track. And we've always heard of people that reach the summit, they achieve all their goals and they get to the point, it's like, is this it? You know, is that it? Whereas dopamine actually loves the fact that when you make progress on a day-to-day basis, like you send off a good few emails, you exercise, you feel healthy, you feel energetic, you make progress, that's what it loves the most and you're heading in the right direction. So get into the habit of enjoying the journey, you know, the process, the journey. Yeah, because people want, people want the quick fix. People want, tell me what I need to do today to take me, you know, both. Um, you know, it's, it's tough and your business is tough. Life is tough. Like, and that's probably been one of the, my, my, you know, um, life in general is tough. If it was easy, everyone would start a business. If it was easy, everyone would be successful. And so when I was at the Melbourne Innovation Centre, one of the things I did speak to you about and I asked you a question about was, and you just mentioned it then as well, we kind of get to these the pinnacles, the summits of our goals and achieving our goals. 
And we do say sometimes, is that it? Like what now? Uh, And I loved what you shared around the stages that we go through. And so I just kind of wanted to get you to reiterate that to, to my listeners as well. What happens when we've reached our goals? Because I did share a podcast episode a little while ago on losing my business mojo. And I identified that it was because I'd hit some really big goals. And now I was kind of like, well, now, <laughs> now what do I do? And so how do you kind of think about the stages when it comes to goal setting? Um, in terms of stages, I mean, it's, it's embracing the stages, number one, embracing the stage. If it's a bad, you know, embracing it, you know, to the best of your ability, acknowledging, you know, what's happening and going, you know what, this is, this is part of the journey. I'm going to make the most of it. Um, but then also having a compelling vision for me has been super important. Um, you know, I wrote a list probably 12 months ago of, of, of 20 things I want to accomplish by the time I, I'm happy to say goodbye to my goals. And there's some cool things on there, right? There's, there's some really exciting things that I still haven't started and that I'm excited to sort of sink my teeth into and, and, and go down that journey. Um, Can so you share some or are they secrets? I've got them here in front of me. Um, there's a children's book series. Um, there's, what else? Uh, sell 500,000 products in one year. Collab with a star like Kevin Hart or The Rock. Um, I love The Rock. Goals Week, Lab Editions, Subscription Box, Gold Digger Events, um, and then there's multiple other stuff. Um, launched through the US, big dig- distributor. So there's all these different points, right? Um and that might take me the next 10 years to get through or whenever I feel like. But I'm yeah. so excited. You know, I look at it. If, 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 it was, if it was if this was it, then like you said, you might lose your mojo. It would be like, okay, I've, I've ticked that off now what? Whereas I think having, you know, 10 years, 20 years down the track, dreaming a little bit and going, what could this be? That keeps you excited. And you go through these stages and you and it's just like, that was a cool stage. And we always look back, right? I was, I was talking to, to someone um before and we're talking about you know i used we used to pack boxes in our garage you know what i mean and and we look back at those times and they were some of the funnest times we used to have pack, packing parties when we started we'd invite friends over we'd get some pizzas um and then we'll pack into the you know into the middle of the night but these were great times right we weren't hugely successful but it was it was fun and these are the things that you look back on so i think just realizing that that you're gonna you know you might miss this moment it's like with your kids right don't miss out you know, be be present in the moment, enjoy the moment, whatever it is. So I think that's just been a practice that I've sort of tried to be a little bit more conscious um, every single day and just sort of say, okay, this is, this is the stage I'm at and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it as much as I possibly can. So, and that's helped me as opposed to thinking I'm not at that level that I wanted to be at. I don't get too harsh on myself um, as much as I used to, but yeah. Yeah. And we were also talking about the fact that a lot of people, especially in and out of lockdowns and things like that, they're like, my community have said to me, I've got these goals, but I'm really struggling to still focus on them. So I find it hard to focus on them. I find it hard to stay motivated. And so when that happens, have you got any thoughts or advice around that? Like how to, how do people continue to focus on their goals when life becomes hectic i think for me i mean covid was just going back to basics going back to basics in terms of you know health fitness mindset um you know that incremental progress every single day it's like okay i can't 
you know, there's certain things that we can't do, but what are the things that we can do? You know, control the controllables, all these, the cliche sayings that people go through, and, and they're all true um, in terms of just giving up and just saying, okay, oh, this is a write-off. It's like, okay, what can I do now in this situation? You know, there's always different parts in a business that you can work on. So I think if one part or, you know, is not working um, to, its, to its fullest, work on a different part, you know, look at improving that, you know, sector of the business or from yourself. It's like, okay, I can't go to the gym. Can I go for a walk? Can I spend some quality time with the family? Can I call up a friend? All these little simple things that we sometimes forget about. That's been the saving grace for me, just going back to basics. Um, and then again, you start building momentum. So you go through these stages and that's why I've got that saying always something as opposed to all or nothing. Yeah. And that just across all parts of my life, that's the literal thing that I go back to. If I'm having a shit day, if I can't, you know, if I'm feeling not well, do one good email. If I'm not, you know, can't go and do a proper workout, you know, walk up the flight of stairs, play with the kids, that's something. And then, you know, you go to bed and go, I made some progress, make your bed, right? All these simple things that people talk about. But these are the, the core things that we have to go back to when times aren't, you know, when things aren't going our way. So um, I think we take that approach, pause, you know, go back to basics and then from there build that momentum up again and and go again. Yeah. And how do you work on your mindset? Because you just mentioned it then around mindset. Like what's your your awareness? Do you have practices around it? Is it just kind of, uh, you know, being aware of what you're thinking? Like what's your kind of practices around mindset? The biggest thing is, is being aware of my thoughts. Um, yeah, and then questioning them. And there's sort of been very logical about the whole approach. You know, why am I feeling like this? Why do I feel like that? And just just finding logical answers, writing things down. You know, um, I've got not anxiety, you know, like most people I've had general anxiety since since I was a teenager. Um, you know, just like, what if this happens? What if that happens? My mum was very anxious, always like, be careful, don't do this, don't do that. So I think that gets ingrained in you. And there's actually some research out there that, that says like, um, you know, I asked my mum the other day, were you anxious when I was, when you were pregnant with me? And she goes, yeah, there was, you know, some things because basically there's mitochondria or, or chemicals that gets into the newborn and they've got a more chance of being anxious as they grow older. So it sort of makes sense. So for me, writing lists, um, writing things down helps me feel more in control. Mm. You know what I mean? When I'm feeling overwhelmed or when I'm feeling you know, my mindset's gone off, which happens to all of us, you know, writing things down, um, you know, talking to myself basically, why am I feeling like this? Um, <laughs> but these are these things, right, just taking back into control and realising why am I feeling like that? It's, it's not the end of the world. It's not that big of a deal. Um, even through COVID, it's like being grateful for the fact that I'm not sick, being grateful that I've got my family here with me. You know, all these, there's so much to be grateful for in this, in these, in every single day, regardless of what the situation is. Mm. So I'm just taking the, the approach of that. And also, you know, taking time to do some breathing exercises, being a game changer. Um, just sitting there doing the deep breaths, getting the oxygen, oxygen throughout the body. Simple little things. Takes me a few minutes, you know, a few times a day. Perfect. So I'm um, just, just being my own guinea pig, looking for ways, testing new things. Um, you know, listening to some really smart individuals out there. Um, there's a guy called Andrew Huberman, um, this, you know, professor, and he's been on, you know, the Joe Rogan podcast. He runs his own podcast, but he's just so intelligent. You know what I mean? Going outside, going for a walk, getting the eyes to see a, like a, a sunset, whatever it may be. 
you know, getting the vitamin D in, all these little simple things that we know or that we've heard of and just implementing them into my day-to-day has helped me from a mindset perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because straight, I was going to say, because straight away by doing these things, I know I'm doing the right thing. And that makes me feel like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping out, I'm making progress, I'm doing something, I'm being consciously aware and I'm making deliberate choices as a result, as opposed to just going too hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think it's, it is those little things. It's like when you move yourself out of, even from a physical space, when you're feeling a bit either trapped or down or, or feeling like you can't move forward, just doing those little things can help you to think differently, feel differently, feel like you're not stuck. Cause I think yeah. sometimes what happens is that when you're not motivated, you just are stationary. And you, yeah. It's just like literally, oh, and then yeah, you just literally got to get up and get shit done, <laughs> as as our saying goes. Um, yeah. But just having trigger points around you to remind yourself of that, yeah. you know, having quotes, um, having a podcast that can remind you of that. So just being, you know, putting on a different song, like yeah. music selection, right? You know, and that's just becoming aware of who you are, understanding how you react and how you can get out of those situations. So that takes a little bit of time. And so it's like, okay, I felt that by that time, what did I do to get out of it? Oh, cool. I went for a walk. I felt better. I'm um, feeling down. What I do, listen to different music, chilled out, watch Netflix. Cool. And start using that data that you've got to make yourself feel better. Yeah. And having those go-tos as and when you need them. That's yeah. awesome. So good. Well, Adam, I really appreciate you sharing some of the things that you're doing. Uh, and I did want to talk about, you know, how people can get unstuck. And I think for me, one of the the key things that we talked about as well today is really just that, you know, breaking that massive goal down and just saying, what's the simplest thing I could do right now in this moment that could help me move forward? I think is one of the best mindsets that you can have if overwhelm or, you know, um, just having too much on your plate is how people might be feeling. Well, you know, there's a thing that I go back to as well. I do these things like next three, I call it the next three. So it's a quick list on my do. It's just like the next three. So, and then once I've done that three, then after that, then I can go to the next three again. So I chop and change things. I might have a full list, but then again, it might be on the, let's say I'm at lunch and I'm overthinking things. I'm like, oh, I've got all these things to do. Then I get my phone out and I write next three. Plain. What do I need to do next three things? One, two, three. Straight away, my breathing changes. I feel a lot better. It's like, okay, I can do that. And I come home, I smash through it. And then I go to like, what's the next three? Well, I'll just stop at that. Just depends how I feel. Yeah. But you know, just having those simple triggers, um, simple tools helps a lot. Like, uh, you know, my morning routine, you know, asking what I'm grateful for, what my focus is for today. Um, what are my habits? You know, I work through my habits every single day. Um, and it makes me feel good. Dopamine releases when I tick those or color those little, those little circles in because I know I'm the right track. I know I'm doing the right things and I feel good about it as well. Yeah. And that reward, once again, just rewarding ourselves in whatever way, like obviously when we get it done, we get that chemical release, but also just celebrating, just acknowledging. Yeah. Like I did that. That was amazing. Yeah. Well, there's, there's an acronym that I use as well, which is called RAM, R-A-M. So reflect, acknowledge, move. Mm-hmm. So reflect yeah. on what you've done, acknowledge, you know, good wins, bad wins, and then make plans to move forward. Yeah, I love so that. It's getting into the practice of just, yeah, it's just, I mean, being all the things that we hear, being more present, being, you know, but you've got to find the harmony between all those things because if you're constantly just in the moment and you don't care about, you know, what's happening, then, you know, it, from a business level, you're not going to get far. 
Um, so just acknowledging, you know, you know what I mean, taking bits and pieces from what you hear and creating your own set of rules. And that to me has been like, that's, that's what it is. There's no right or wrong, but you test different things. Oh, that didn't work that well for me. Maybe I'll try something different. Yeah. So, <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, good. So good. Well, thank you. So for uh, so for my listeners, uh, where's the best place to find you? Um, I've got a website, so www.mygoals, so M-I-G-O-A-L-S.com or through the Instagram at mygoals. Yeah, and we'll have all of those links in the in the show notes as well. Uh, but really appreciate you sharing okay. some of your insights and, and tips today because I do think sometimes we just got to keep it simple. 100%. And that's that's literally it, right? Sometimes everyone's looking for the magical pill. Everyone's looking. No, it's true, but yeah. we're all looking for, like, let me hear one thing that's just going to ultimately change my life. And it's like, you know, it doesn't happen. Like there's a reason why people at the top of the level say they say the same things. Like there's a reason why we hear the same things over and over. It's tough. Things are, it's not easy. Do the simple things, you know, incremental changes. It's going back to basics. We hear the same thing over and over and, and somehow we believe there's something different. Um, so for me, it's just been acknowledging that. It's like, shit, this is going to be hard. Get ready, but you can do it. And just make that incremental progress every single day. And then all of a sudden you look back and go, hmm, I've made some progress. I'm doing the right things, right? Don't be silly about it as well. Don't, obviously, if you're off track and, and you're making progress or the wrong progress, don't, you know, be, be logical, be smart enough to, you know, stop yourself there and say, this is not the right track. But just realise it's, um, it's a journey and enjoy it as much as you can. Enjoy those different stages of your life. When the kids are young, enjoy that stage. When they're older, enjoy that stage. So, yeah. Love it. Keep it simple for yourself. Yeah, 100%. And surround yourself with people who have a similar mindset around that as well, where they're just encouraging you and, you know, congratulating you and just inspiring you and all the rest of it. Um, and also people that tell you the truth as well. You don't want just people yeah. telling you, oh, you're the best and you're great and you're doing amazing. You want sometimes people to tell you, you know, uh, lift your game or, you know, you're, you know, you need that balance between the two as well. Yeah, so good. Yeah, fantastic. Well, Adam, thank you so much for having a conversation about all of these things. I know that my listeners will really value it because I know it's something that they're always looking at. How do I better myself without overwhelming myself? How do I reach the goals that I really want to? And how do I do it in a way that um, is not stressful, but something that yeah. really fits with my life and how I want to be as well. So uh, appreciate you sharing that. Thank you so much for having me on board as well. So, and, and, and love the chat, love to, you know, love, love that we've reconnected, which is fantastic. And, um, yeah, appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. Thanks so much, Adam. Thanks, Suze. Don't you love a good conversation? Just a good natter. Just, you know, having real conversations with people about life and business and growth and success and failure and all the rest of it. I am 100% here for these conversations, just so that you know, if you haven't figured it out already. But listen, I hope that you enjoyed that podcast. I really did. Well, that's it for another week. It has been amazing to have you here as always. And remember to follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick. But thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with us every week. The music to this podcast was created by Ixon on SoundCloud. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold. <laughs>